You're listening to Spark Hustle Flow, the podcast that teaches money pros to launch, grow, and yes, even scale your virtual financial service business. And I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and get started. Hey, what's up to all my money pro folks? Welcome to episode 25 of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. This episode is going live in late August. So for those of you listening around that time, happy end of summer. For those of you listening at some other time, happy whatever time period you're in too. As this episode goes to air, there are so many things happening in the world. We're deep into another surge in the COVID crisis. The U.S. is trying to bring home as many Americans from Afghanistan as possible. And it seems like we're dodging hurricanes and tropical storms from every direction here on the East Coast this week. And man, it's a lot. When there seems to be so much chaos happening around us, it's super easy to get bogged down and distracted in our business. So things like back office tasks, strategic planning, and even marketing sometimes takes a hit. And it can really suck because the longer you're distracted with life, the more things fall behind and we can't afford that when it comes to marketing in our business. In this week's episode, we're going to help you better understand how to use Pinterest in your business so even when you're busy with other areas or when life happens, there's something working for you in the background all the time. Pinterest is different from other social platforms, and after talking with our guests this week, I'm not even sure I'd label it as a social media platform at all. This week, I'm talking with Jana O, a marketing expert and Pinterest specialist for online coaches, course creators, and service providers. She discovered leveraging Pinterest to get leads would help her sell her services while working as a VA, and she went all in on the platform. Now she's a thought leader and an influencer on all things Pinterest marketing for lead generation. She helps her clients and students automate list growth so they can automate a steady stream of targeted leads for their courses, programs, and services, and so they can set themselves up for long-term business success. She's on this mission to help entrepreneurs understand that when it's set up right, Pinterest can attract truly ideal soulmate clients, and it only takes a little bit of time every month. So, are you ready to level up your Pinterest strategy? Well, if so, let's go talk to Jana. Hi, Jana. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Thank you for agreeing to do this episode with me. I appreciate it. No problem. So before we jump in, can you do me a favor and tell us about yourself and how you serve your audience? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So I am a Pinterest marketing expert and strategist and educator. And I work primarily with service-based businesses who are interested in using Pinterest to grow their audience and get more clients. 
So there are a lot of different kinds of businesses that do really well with Pinterest marketing. And there's all kinds of ways that people can monetize their audience. There's a lot of product sellers. There's a lot of prolific bloggers on Pinterest. But the people who I work with are primarily people who are really using the platform, like I said, to grow their audience and get clients. So it's typically online coaches, service-based businesses, service providers, like some of the people um, who you uh, help and coach um, who are providing a service and therefore interested in, in, uh, you know, growing their client pool, really. Um, So it's a little bit of a niche, if you will, in terms of Pinterest marketing, because uh, not every Pinterest specialist, you know, works with service-based businesses. So that's me. That's how I help and what I do. (laughs) I love it. And so we're going to talk about all things Pinterest today. And I want to be considerate of those who are familiar with the platform and those who are not. And you mentioned that it's, it's, it can be really niche based. And so I'd really like to start at the beginning. I read somewhere recently that Pinterest is described, it described Pinterest as a bookmarking system. And so what exactly can you, (laughs) in your own words, tell us what is it and how is it different from platforms like Facebook, LinkedIn, or uh, Instagram? Yeah, so the bookmarking system is a really good analogy, actually. Um, It's similar to the way I like to think of Pinterest at its core in terms of how users use Pinterest. I think of it kind of like a series of bulletin boards that you would be literally pinning ideas to. And that is why they originally called it Pinterest, because it's a place where you can essentially have like virtual bulletin boards. Um, when I was in college, I don't know about you, but I like, I was obsessed with like planning my future. And I had these like binders um, that I used. There were like four of them and they were like different topics. They were like those like white binders with like clear plastic sleeves. And I would mm-hmm. take things out of magazines and I would put them in the binders. Um, so I had like a binder for like food and recipes that I would cook, you know, when I had my own kitchen and I had a binder for decorating. And then I had one that was all about my career. So I was like keeping articles about how to get interviews and resume templates and things like that. Love it. Um, Um, I don't remember what the fourth one was, but that's kind of like what Pinterest is like too. It's like this like set of uh, binders on Pinterest. We have boards and we can add ideas from anywhere on the internet. Um, So that's really how users use the platform. And then from a marketing perspective, um, as marketers, people who want to use Pinterest to grow our audiences, maybe grow our email lists. um, And again, just really grow like um, an audience of people who would be ideal client types for us um, and attract clients using the platform. Mm -hmm. We basically need to think of it almost like a like a Google with pictures. So I always encourage people when they're first starting to think about Pinterest or um, starting Pinterest marketing to think of Pinterest and remember that Pinterest is a lot more like Google than it actually is like social media. Um, So if you think about Google, you Google something, right? Mm -hmm. And up comes Google gives you a bunch of different options on the first page. And if you ever get to the second page, there's some there too, right? (laughs) Um, For things that you could click on that Google thinks are an answer to the question you asked or something, the idea or the inspiration or the solution you're looking for when you Google that thing. Over on Pinterest, people use it that way as well. It's like a search engine. And so they're looking for ideas and inspiration and things around solutions around something. Um, Or they can also find your pins in their smart feeds because they've looked for something related to it before or they have boards, kind of like those binders or Mm -hmm. those... the uh, the analogy you were using. What was the analogy you were using? The, the, the bookmarking the bookmark, system, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they you know they've created bookmarks, if you will, or boards mm-hmm. that are about that topic. So essentially, um, on Pinterest, it's like Google, except when you put a search term in, it gives you a bunch of pictures. 
Um, and you can potentially click on any of those pictures and go to the website link that's behind it. Um, so as marketers, our goal is to try to get found on Pinterest, like, cause it's a search engine um, by the right people, people who are interested in the things that we teach about and offer through our free offers and our paid offers and our content. Um, and then also um, when possible to get them to click through um, to our website where now they are our, you know, they, we have them on our turf basically, and we can right. have them do other things, you know? So, yeah. So that's kind of like the, the, the basic scoop about how it works. So it's interesting, your binders that mm -hmm. you use. So I did something very similar when I was planning my wedding years yeah. ago. Mm -hmm. And I, I took all of these pictures out of magazines and I put them into the, you know, the clear sleeves inside right. the binder to, to <laughs> you know, um, to really kind of keep me on track as I was planning things out. So I had the perfect wedding dress, the perfect venue, mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And then the other thing that I would do with binders was... I would print articles when I first started my bookkeeping business years ago, things that yeah. I wanted to make sure that my potential clients and clients state were aware of and, and stay top of mind for me. I would right. print these articles out and I would slide yes. them into these slip covers and keep them that way. And so oh, yes, I did the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> the, so question, funny. the question that comes up for me with yeah. that though, is because in the financial services space, mm -hmm. there's very little um, imagery so to speak, or that, that you tend to see, like everything yeah. is so uh, stark and corporate. Right. And I, you know, I, I wonder how many of us are challenged with thinking of Pinterest as a viable platform Absolutely. for us because of mm -hmm. that. So it's right. not the creative, beautiful, you know, I'm planning my perfect honeymoon or my right. perfect wedding or what I want my office to look like necessarily. It's right. more of, um, slides or articles and things like that. Mm -hmm. So can we talk a little bit about yes. our industry specifically and the myths that are, you know, kind of circulate about mm -hmm. whether we should be even considering using Pinterest or not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely think this is a really like valid thing that people bring up and I hear it fairly regularly. So a couple of things, first of all, to think about. Um, number one, the platform Pinterest has grown tremendously. So it's actually only about 10 years old, believe it or not, although I feel like it's been around forever, but it hasn't. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember like three or four years ago, I would say when I was about a year into my Pinterest marketing business, um, when it was so exciting because Pinterest was up to like 180 million monthly users. And I was like, oh my God. Um, and mm -hmm. then it was up to 200 and then 250. And then, you know, it kept going and going. And now Pinterest is actually up to about 490 million monthly users knocking on, you know, half a million monthly users. Wow. And about half of those are in the US and about half of those are in other countries. So as the platform has grown, the variety of things that people are um, a seeking information and ideas and inspiration around has grown. Um, and the also the amount of content and the types of content that people are pinning there has grown. And so um, we're definitely not at the point right now where there's more content on Pinterest about, you know, personal finance, business finances, things like that, um, or even just business tips in general or running an online business than there is about weddings. Like there's still mm -hmm. more wedding content on Pinterest than there is mm -hmm. of these other things. But um, the amount of content about business, entrepreneurship, um, finances, things like that is nothing to, um, what's the word? Like it's, it's, there is, it's there, <laughs> mm -hmm, it's there and mm -hmm. people are marketing there and people are searching for those things. So the other thing is, um, 
I often suggest if someone's not quite sure if their people are looking for the things that they help with and offer through their offers and their content and whatnot on Pinterest, there are some ways that you can actually kind of validate it. So you can actually kind of brainstorm a list of things that you think people might be searching for. Um, and you can kind of use a similar list that maybe you're using on Google, but there's a little bit of a difference in terms of what people like the types of things people look for. And we can mm -hmm. talk about that. And just, you can start to type them into the search bar and actually see if they come up in the predictive text. So okay. just like on Google, if you start to type something in, Google will be like, oh, we think you're looking for this because mm -hmm. other people have looked for that. So they think that you might be looking for that. Same thing on Pinterest. So if you go into Pinterest and you actually type in um, something like maybe bookkeeping for small businesses or small business finance or something like that, as you're typing it in, you'll start to see what types of things people are actually searching for. Um, okay. So yeah. Got it. Got it. That makes that that that's a good piece of advice. So yeah. So you if can actually it comes up in predictive it text. It's mm -hmm. already in there. I love yep. that. I love that. Okay. And there's opportunity, right? So mm -hmm. if there's yeah. still not a lot of it out there, like we get to be the pioneers. trailblazers and the pioneers, right? Yeah. In this yep. particular space. So I love that idea. So let me ask this. is For someone who has not necessarily been in business very long mm -hmm. and they're trying to decide, like, where do I want to be? Like, where yep. am I comfortable? How do I want to show up? And maybe they do love Pinterest because they did some other type of planning there, mm -hmm. but they're new to business and they don't have a whole lot of content under their belt already. Mm -hmm. Should those people be considering Pinterest mm -hmm. first as a platform or should they, you know, start somewhere else? Yeah. Um, so I think it's one of those things where when you are, and this is sort of what we were talking about and starting to touch upon as well. Um, I have a lot of, okay. So we started to touch upon this a little bit, but that's sort of the, the infopreneur challenge, right? And it's sort of taking that information that we monetize and figuring out a way to, I want to say like, not make it sexy necessarily, but to make it helpful for people and make it desirable for people, right? And some of that plays into the question that you were asking about the, like the visual inspiration, which we can talk about too, of course. Um, but yeah, so there's a couple different ways that you can kind of think about looking at Pinterest. One of them is if you already have content that you're creating and you'd like to get mm -hmm. more people to see that content, you can think, okay, there's a whole audience of people on Pinterest who are already searching for these things. Let's get my things in front of them. Um, I also tend to work with clients sometimes who are more at the beginning stages of creating content, like you're talking about. And what we do is they know that they want Pinterest to be part of their marketing strategy because they love the idea of the more passive um, mm -hmm. marketing that search engine marketing kind of brings to the table. Um, I like to consider Pinterest among um, strategies like YouTube and Google SEO, which take a little longer to grow because they're search engine based strategies. But once they start to grow and snowball for you, the wonderful thing is, is that they help us to kind of sail more and not have to constantly be rowing mm -hmm. like we are on social media all the time, right? Showing up constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if people know that they want it to be part of their strategy and they are committed to creating some content because you do have to create some content to be successful mm -hmm. on Pinterest. Um, I think it's hard to find any platform really where you're not required to create content Something. as an infopreneur and as someone who's marketing online, right? Because we don't have like a storefront that people are walking by and being like, oh, I like that in the window. I'm going to go in and check that out. So our storefront exactly. really is our content, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
but people who don't already have a slew of content but are committed to creating it at a certain pace, even if it's, you know, once per month or something like that, mm-hmm. um, can go on, set up their Pinterest profile strategically and actually use their keyword research process on Pinterest, which is my favorite part of it. It's a little nerdy, but it is mm-hmm. to help them inspire the content. So I really love one of the things I love about helping people with the keyword research part of Pinterest, which, you know, is my favorite part. I think one of the reasons it's my favorite part is because I love seeing people's faces kind of light up when we start to do the keyword research and they realize they're learning as they do their keyword research, what people are actually searching for around the things that they are expert at and that they know and that they help people with Mm -hmm. and monetize. So you can kind of look at it that way to find out what people are searching for and then kind of reverse engineer your content around what it is people need to know and what they're looking for. That way the content you create is going to be desirable for them. And let um, the platform work for you versus, mm-hmm. like you said, just continue, con- you know, continuously rowing yeah. the boat and sometimes even kind of against the current, you can, you know, let it do the work, uh, the, the heavy lifting for you. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I love everything that you said about that and the piece about it being kind of a long runway. Yep, with Pinterest, but once it snowballs, it really works in your favor. Yes, That resonates with me. And I believe it would with my audience as well, because oftentimes when we're first starting out in business, mm-hmm. we're, we're doing it parallel to our corporate jobs, right? Yep. And so we need something that's a little bit more passive, yep. you know, and doesn't need as much, I guess maybe I shouldn't say as much attention, but, right. you know, doesn't need the continual attention um, that some of the other platforms absolutely need. So we can't always be um, online in the middle of the day, every day at a certain time, whereas something like Pinterest, you don't necessarily have to be like you can, I I know I've been in some of your trainings where you can do a lot of your Pinterest marketing activities a couple of times a a month or a week or something like that. And then let, let it do the work for you. Right. There's a couple of things that play into that. So I do, you're right. I teach a strategy where you really just need to commit about four to six hours per month. And you Mm -hmm. can do that in like one sitting or two sittings so that it can all be batched together rather than having to literally go into Pinterest every day. I mean, I don't know about you, but I do market on Instagram and I literally go into Instagram almost every day to create a Mm -hmm. story or to, you know, comment, respond to someone's comment, respond to a DM. Um, Pinterest because it's not social media, it doesn't require all of that mm-hmm. high maintenance kind of mm-hmm. you know effort, if you will, which is great. We love it for that. But on the other hand, like you said, it does take you know longer. It takes time mm-hmm. to actually grow, and there is that. Um, what did you call it? The ramp up period. You call yeah, it the, like the, the runway. runway. Yeah, right, the runway. Right. Yeah. And in that way, again, it's a lot more like Google. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you were trying to market on Google and trying to rank for Google and to mm-hmm. get to the first page of Google, that takes time too. In fact, that usually mm-hmm. takes more time than like a Pinterest strategy would, right? Yeah. Um, so again, it's one of those ways where Pinterest as a search engine, um, really, it's just so different than social media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, the other piece of it is if you think about it, when you put something on a search engine like Google or YouTube or Pinterest, what happens is that someone who is looking for that information 
types that into the search bar, let's say, or it's in their mm -hmm. smart feed because they interacted with a pin that had a similar topic a couple weeks ago or something mm -hmm. like that. So Pinterest is serving it up to them now. People can find your pins and they will find your pins in their searches and smart feeds um, for months and even years and even when you're not working. Mm -hmm. So it's there when they are looking for it as opposed to being there when you post it. Um, on social media, we post something and a lot of times it gets lost in a fast moving news feed. Right. Um, that's not how it works on Pinterest, nor is it, again, how it works on Google, if you think about it that way, right? If you are putting something on Google, <laughs> so to speak, it's not getting lost in a fast-moving news mm -hmm. feed. It'll be there if the right person searches the right thing and finds it. So again, that's how Pinterest works as well. And that's really one of the things that makes it much more just low maintenance, mm -hmm. uh, but also mm -hmm. a longer-term strategy. So, yeah. and, and the other thing it, you know, about it is when you're doing regular social media, it's all about your effort alone right. versus something like a search engine with Pinterest, you can not only pin your content, but you can pin similar content from other people to help mm -hmm. build that, you know, that, that platform out for you there. So yeah. I, I just love the possibility of it. So mm -hmm. we are at a really good point in our conversation where okay. we can take a quick break and play my favorite rapid fire, this or that game. You, okay. Are you up for a challenge? Okay. Oh yeah. So okay. I'm excited. What we're doing and why I'm so excited about this particular edition, the summer edition is what I'm calling it, is we are asking the same questions mm -hmm. for all of our episodes this summer because I'm just nerdy like that and okay. would love yeah. to hear everybody's different answers. And so we're doing the summer edition. No right. thought. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. okay. All right. Ooh. Let's go. All okay. right. Flight, flights or road trips? Flights. Mexico or the Caribbean? Mm, the Caribbean. Sundresses or shorts? Sundresses. Poolside or beachside? Beachside. <laughs> Cocktails or smoothies? Oh, oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> How about boozy smoothies? <laughs> How about it? I love it. Uh, jet skis or parasailing? Oh, God, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Never had anybody pass. That's, a, that's great. Uh, I don't know. I don't want either of those. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Flip-flops or strappy sandals? Oh, flip-flops every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Love it. And then last question, <laughs> ice cream or popsicles? Popsicles. Popsicles. I love yeah. it. Thank you so much for playing. That was fun. Sure, it was fun. That was, that was fun. I love the All summer right. theme. <laughs> I love it too. I think it's, I think our audience um, is going to love it and we're going to get great feedback on it um, as these episodes kind of, you know, kind of roll out. But yeah, so agree. we talked about, we talked about the, the runway, the launch you know, kind of like the, the ramp up period, mm -hmm. how long on average should <laughs> someone, <laughs> you probably get this question a lot. How <laughs> long on average does it take to start to see some sort of ROI on your efforts on yeah. Pinterest? So it's an almost impossible question to answer because there are so many factors involved when it comes to ROI, especially. Um, so not only um, am I basically what's wrapped up in that, there's so many things wrapped up in that question too, right? So how long does it take to get traffic to your website from Pinterest? That's a different question. How long does it take for that traffic to um, turn into money for you? That's a totally different question. Um, and then, you know, factors like the niche that you're in, as we've discussed, factors like your own website, um, your what we call domain authority um, mm -hmm. plays into, you know, these things. So that means like whether Pinterest trusts your website basically is what that 
that means. Mm -hmm. um, and then your the the funnel, if you want to call it that, or the customer journey plays into all that as well. So, so many pieces of the pie to unpack, but <laughs> that's a weird mixed metaphor. Sorry, pieces of the pie to unpack. <laughs> um, but basically, <laughs> I don't know where I got that. But basically, um, that what I tell my clients and my students is that it takes at least 30 days for you to be able to a really consistent pinning and having a very intentional strategy in place, which is what I teach people to do in my course mm -hmm. and through my programs as well as to have that intentional strategy. But it takes at least 30 days to uh, consistently doing the darn thing, so to speak, mm -hmm. to even start to see any traction at all mm -hmm. um, or any like potential, I should say. It takes um, at least 60 to 90 days to start to gain a little bit of traction in terms of impressions on Pinterest, which means means are people seeing your pins. Mm -hmm. And then I always say it takes at least three to six months to get to the point where you're seeing enough of that traction to start to have a lot of clicks through to your website. Um, and then enough, you know, time really maybe in that, again, that six to eight month period where you're starting to see enough that, that it's making all that traffic to your website is then making a difference to like growing your email list or how many people you're able to retarget with ads who are coming to mm -hmm. your website from Pinterest, that type of thing. So those are different ways to kind of capture the leads. And, um, and I wanted to ask that question because it's so important especially mm -hmm. for emerging entrepreneurs in, in this space or any other space, really. Yep. But we think we, we just want to pick, right? We want to just kind of um, hold our finger up in the air and figure out which way the wind is blowing. And that's the way we want to go that particular day when it comes to platforms and things. Yep. And if it doesn't work in two weeks, we're ready to make a change. It's like the right. winds have shifted and we want to make a change. And, and that's nowhere near enough time to figure out what's working for you. That's not even enough time on a platform like Instagram or something that requires mm -hmm. a whole lot of hustle, um, right. but works more quickly. Um, and then pair that with the fact that we're talking about a platform that moves more slowly, um, much mm -hmm. more like Google than social media. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, and then you really are in a situation where it's going to take longer. Um, so, mm -hmm. but yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So distracted. Sorry. I, no, it's fine. It's it, things happen. It's, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> so let me ask you this as a, like, as a Pinterest, do you, how do you, how do you describe your, are you a Pinterest strategist, Pinterest coach? Does it matter? Well, I'm more of a strategist, I would say than okay. a coach. Yeah. Um, okay. I do have, uh, done for you, like, part of my business as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm more of a strategist um, than mm -hmm. a coach. Mm -hmm. And um, I also consider myself an educator because I'm a course creator. I have a course as well. And I, I feel like I do a lot of teaching on Clubhouse. So gotcha. Yeah, I, yeah, I know that you and I educator. have definitely have connected on Clubhouse. I love being in your Clubhouse rooms. They're oh, so much. Thank you. Yeah, they're so educational. When I walk away, I walk away having learned something new oh. from you every single time that, you know, I can just incorporate almost immediately. So I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. So glad when to it, hear that. When you think about your clients and the people, the, your students who you work with, are they primarily in what stage of their business? Are they launching? Are they growing their business? Are they ready for scale? Are they scaling? Yeah. Where are they? I would say that um, it kind of depends on where they're finding me and what they need from me. Most of the people who hire me for done for you services are a little bit more advanced as entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, they're at the point where they have already put systems into place and they're really just scaling. And mm -hmm. Pinterest is kind of a scaling um, strategy for them. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they've been running Facebook ads and those Facebook ads have started to become less reliable or more expensive. They want to be less dependent on those ads. So they're looking for new ways to get more qualified people into their customer journeys or funnel 
goals, whatever you want to call them. Um, but I also have a lot of people who really just want to get started now on Pinterest because they know that it takes time to grow mm-hmm. and they're committed to their businesses and they know that they're going to be doing what they're doing now for, you know, a few years at least. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they're not sure, right, if they've just started a business um, and they aren't sure that they want to continue to own a business and that they want to really invest in being, in this case, a, you know, a bookkeeper for creatives mm-hmm. as an example or something, um, then Pinterest is hard because you could put all this effort into it and then be like, well, I'm not going to be a bookkeeper anymore. Mm-hmm. But if someone is kind of steadfast and they know they're committed to their trade, um, and, and when I say trade, I just mean, you know, mm-hmm. that sounds kind of weird, but um, committed to the thing that they do their profession, um, then it's a great thing to do to start right away um, because mm-hmm. it does take time to grow. And you can always kind of pivot a little bit on Pinterest as you go, but you don't want to be pivoting to the point where you used to be a bookkeeper and, you know, now you're going to be a cupcake baker and you want to, right. Right. <laughs> so gotcha. I was going to say a plumber or something, but yeah, I like for someone like that, Pinterest might be hard because six months down the road, if you no longer want to be a bookkeeper and now you want to make cupcakes, you're going to need to start your Pinterest over again from the beginning. Right. right. That <laughs> um, makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, but that so makes sense. those people tend to take my course because they want to get things set up strategically. They want to do it right the first time. Um, and they don't want to waste time on trying to Google things and find things mm-hmm. on YouTube. They just want a proven system to follow. So, um, and that's so what I love about you because at different levels, sorry. Yeah. You all, you have different offers for, for, mm-hmm. to meet people kind of where they are. I love that about, yeah. um, about what you do. So Thanks. speaking of Facebook ads, watch this segue. <laughs> so <laughs> I also read this morning, as a matter of fact, it was just this morning that Pinterest is banning certain types of advertising for some industries, right? And I'm not going to call the industry out because I don't want anybody, you know, sending me hate mail or anything like that. But they're like, this particular industry tends to use like before and after pictures, right? Oh, And uh-huh. so they are, they, I, I just read that they banned paid advertising for that particular industry. Being in finance and knowing that we are heavily compliance driven and, and licensed, you know, mm-hmm uh, is, is really important for us. Is there anything that you can think of that we should be really careful about when it comes to our industry? Like, have you heard any like kerfluffles about, you know, money pros can't do certain things on Pinterest? Yeah, I think that, you know, the thing with um, health related businesses and um, also like um, Pinterest is a Pinterest wants to be a place and it is a place where people can go to feel safe um, Mm -hmm. and where they can go to be positive. That's one of the things that people really say that they love about Pinterest as users is that if they're feeling kind of triggered by Instagram or they're, you know, feeling like, um, on Facebook, they have to, like they're introverts and they kind of want to get away from it all and, you know, mm-hmm. not feel that sense of comparisonitis or whatnot. They can go to Pinterest and it's a safe, it's like a, it's like me time for them. So the great thing is, is they're open to new ideas and whatnot, but Pinterest has what's called a creator code. And one of the things in the creator code says that essentially, I don't know if I, I can't really quote it off the top of my head, but basically what it's saying is anything that is sort of like shaming people for being mm-hmm. um, someone who's different, you know, in any way is not welcome on Pinterest, um, which I'm so proud to be aligned, by the way, with a platform that 
has that as its bottom line. And that applies to a lot of things, including the, you know, the industry you're talking about, but also other, you know, other areas of life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to finance, I mean, the only thing I would say, you probably want to be careful not to be coming across as like a, you know, make overnight money today, um, Obviously. you know, kind mm-hmm. of brand. But I think most of us probably, and certainly as bookkeepers, I mean, you're not in the business of, you know, helping people really like make money. It's more like you're managing money and you're teaching Mm -hmm. about things that have to do with, um, you know, money management and business operations Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I don't think that there's anything really to be concerned about as long as you don't foray into the whole, like make, you know, lots of money quick online kind of keywording, because those types of things could be, um, it's not that they're necessarily going to always be banned, but they could also be, um, kind of deprioritized if the algorithm Mm -hmm. doesn't like, you know, the, make money overnight gotcha. stuff. So, gotcha. Yeah. That helps. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot. Okay. So let's start wrapping up. I know that you, we've talked about so much today and you, we yeah, talked it's been about fun. the different levels of service and, and offers that you have. Um, is there, how do, how does someone work with you learn more about you, get into your orbit. How, how can they, how can they connect with you? Talk to me about that. Yeah. I I would say if there's anyone out there who's listening, who is kind of Pinterest curious, if they're wondering if it could work, you know, for them, um, if, you know, how it works really as a platform and why it's different than social media, those kinds of things. Um, a really good place to start and just to kind of dip your toe in is my free Pinterest marketing masterclass. Um, you spend a little time with me. It's an hour and a half. Um, it's really, really solid packed with like actual real value. Um, Mm -hmm. and it really teaches, it's called the five secrets for using Pinterest to attract clients or grow your audience and attract clients. But, um, it's really those five secrets are essentially giving you the high, like the strategies and the things that are going to help you shortcut, um, and like cut out the learning curve essentially. So often what happens is, um, you know, you mentioned earlier, one thing I wanted to mention actually is it it takes a while to see Pinterest grow, Mm -hmm. but you know, that, you know, that adage, I forget what it is, but it's, um, you go the extra mile because it's, it's never crowded. That's how I feel about Pinterest too. It's like the people who do stick with it and understand that this is a long-term strategy and aren't expecting it to work after two weeks when they are, Mm -hmm. you know, testing, what did you say? Seeing Mm -hmm. which direction the wind is blowing. Right. Right. Um, they're, they're, they're richly rewarded. Um, and so it's a, it's a great platform for someone who, you know, does have that, um, is willing to be consistent and willing to Mm -hmm. put systems into place to be consistent and whatnot. So anyway, back to the, the, the masterclass, it really, um, it helps you kind of really shorten the learning curve and cut through any of those real frustrations that people experience a lot in the beginning, if they're jumping in and trying to do Pinterest without a plan and without really fully understanding that it's not social media, um, Mm -hmm. that it is a search engine and why that matters. So that's really what that teaches about. Um, And anyone listening can find that at my website. It's janaomedia.com forward slash free class. But it's also easy to find from my homepage. Um, And I always like to point people in that direction because I think it's nice to be able to dip your toe in um, Mm -hmm. and and take something free and learn from it and decide if it's it's a good fit for you. Um, I help a lot of people who are at different stages in business, like we talked about, but most of them are at the point where they're just starting with Pinterest. Mm-hmm, so because mm-hmm. of that, I think it's important to have an opportunity to learn about this platform before you invest in it. Um, and when I say invest, I mean, you know, like money. So that's a great place to learn and decide for yourself if it's a good place for you. And I think that that's so important because I've, I've experienced different 
coaches and strategists and things. And what I love about you is you make it so comfortable to spend time with you. Like, like I said, I've, I've stalked you on clubhouse um, <laughs> and I've, I've been in your rooms and I never have to think twice about clicking on a room where you're moderating because I know that the information that I am going to uh, be exposed to is going to be value add for me. It's never going to be a waste of my time and I'm going to learn something, whether it's something that I can immediately put into practice on Pinterest or I can just think of in a bigger picture way as I am preparing to go or move into doing more on Pinterest. And so guys and, 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 and gals, I encourage you to um, go to Jana's website, janaomedia.com. I'm going to reshare that in the show notes to make sure that people have that um, and, 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 and they find you and, and take that masterclass. So thank you for that. Besides the website, how else you, we know you're on clubhouse. Uh, (laughs) We know you're on Instagram. So how do we actually find you? Like, what are your handles? Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much. All of what you just said is so meaningful to me because I'm really there to serve and help people. And I consider it my mission. Thank you. I really consider it my mission to help people understand that Pinterest doesn't have to be complicated or hard, you know? So, so that's awesome. Um, But yeah, so my handles in all the places are the same. It's always at Jana O media. So it's J A N A O media. And um, yeah, I'm Clubhouse and Instagram. Um, that's who I am. <laughs> that is so awesome. This has been great. I always, like I said, I always learn something, even when it's high level, there's some takeaway for me. And I'm sure that it's going to be the same for our listeners today. So it's it's been incredible. Um, you know, I know we had some some background noise, but you guys just stick with us. Like listen to it again if you have to. If you missed a piece of it, just hit the rewind button and listen to it again. And we're going to include in the show notes as much information as we can. Like I'll I'll make sure that our editors actually listen for that stuff. And if we have to, we'll put it in the show notes and and that's how we'll get it done. Okay. Um But thank you so much for spending some time with me today. It's been absolutely incredible. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a great conversation, Kimberly. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys, that's it for today. Um, It's been a pleasure to host this particular episode on using Pinterest um, to help build visibility in your financial services business. Make sure that you come back and join us uh, for our episode next week. And if you have any questions, feel free to just shoot us an email. We'll be glad to address those questions for you and put you in touch with Jana if we need to even. So as always, remember, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. And we'll see you in in the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other money pros just like you find the show and learn too. And if you want to hear more from me, follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels and subscribe to my newsletter at sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter to get regular updates on what's happening in my world, weekly business development tips, and personal lessons I'm learning that can help you too. Again, that's sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter. That's it for this week. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. See you next week.